0: What's up, guys? Andres here, Strong Family Money Show. Thanks for stopping by. On this show, we teach dads how to take care of their finances, their families, and their fitness. Uh, So I have four things to go over in this episode. Um, I have something for the first-time home buyer. I have something for the experienced buyer who wants to start uh, investing in real estate. I have a general money tip. And then I have something for you to take home to your family to um help make that uh improve that as well you know you, you don't want to take care of just the money you want to take care of the home life as well so have them here let's get started so uh, for the first time home buyer people are usually on the fence on why whether or not they should buy a home and given the current market conditions i can understand why but uh there are five reasons that i'm going to go over um that should be um considered when trying to make the decision on whether to buy a home or not, first is uh, you can do you know barring any restrictions with your um, your city, any permits you have to pull, stuff like that. You can do anything uh, with the home, so it's it's your house. Uh, if you want to uh, you know paint the inside of the home, if you want to change the color of you know the the you know, your kids' room, um, if you want to um you know you have to take out permits and stuff like that, but if you want to you know make an addition to the house, if you want to convert the garage, if you want to um you know put down new tile in the in the house, it is yours to do that with you don't have to ask permission um to a landlord to do that, right? If you want you know, this, this year, I want my room to be blue instead of yellow, right? And then you just go do it. You don't have to go ask for anybody. You just say, I want to now put down um, a tile instead of carpet. And you don't have to ask anybody to do that. You know, it's on you to do that. you can do whatever you want with your home because it's yours. So uh, second is appreciation. Over time, your investment, the value of your home will increase. There are fluctuations in the market. We see one of them now. And there are fluctuations the other, other way. But for the most part, over time, the home prices increase. And because you have to put such a small amount down compared to what the value of the home is and what it can be, uh, that's a good investment. Uh, third, tax benefits. So you, every year you can write off the interest and in certain things that happen in the home. You can write those off to your tax professional for the ins and outs of that. But because you own a home, you are able to write certain things off and reduce the taxes that you owe yearly, okay? Fourth, uh, mortgage costs stay the same. So once you are in a 30-year, say for example, 30-year home loan, over the uh, life of that loan, your monthly payment will be the same. You are not um, gonna get a knock on the door, or an envelope in your mailbox one day that says, hey, next month, you know, next two months, we're gonna start increasing the your rent, uh, and if you have A rental property, that's something that you can do, but if you are in a mortgage, the home is yours, you know every month my mortgage payment's gonna be this, regardless of what is um, going on uh, around me. So even if rents go up and housing prices go up, if you're already in a mortgage, your mortgage will stay the same uh, payment every month, okay? Uh, Last, fifth. It's a forced savings account. So each month you make a payment towards the uh, loan you have on the home and that then reduces the amount you owe on the home and increases the equity you have on the home. So you are putting this money towards this loan, right? But that then is converted into uh, equity in the home, how much of the home you own outright, right? So it is forcing you to put money into something where later on, if you choose to, you can then sell it and take the money, sell it and buy another home. You can then use that value that you're putting into the home and then you know get more money to buy another home, a second property. So it's forcing you to put money away and hide it for later when you need it. Okay, so those are my five reasons for going in um, to the housing market, why you wanna buy a home um, if you're on the fence Consider those if you have more questions. I'm a real estate agent here in uh, Ventura County. Give me a call, drop me a line, message wherever you find this, and we can talk some more. Okay. Second, investor. So if you're already a a homeowner, if you're a seasoned homeowner, and you're considering getting into um, the investing market, right? You want a second home, you want to buy a a duplex, a triplex. um, So they're, they're are reasons for that as well. People are usually on the fence. You know, I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to do all this stuff. Get calls in the middle of the night about a clock toilet. You know, but there are pros. As many cons as there are, there are lots of pros to um, owning investment properties. Okay, first appreciation, same as buying a home. So you purchase, and there are re- there. And in, in another video, I'll go over the criteria for purchasing a rental property that property will also appreciate over time. So you're putting in some amount of money, right? 20%, whatever percentage you're putting in, you that is not, you're not only gaining money, you're not gaining money, so if you invest in stocks, you're investing in, you're getting appreciation on the amount of money you put in to um, how much stock you buy. So if you buy $3,000 worth of stock, or if you buy $30,000 worth of stock, you appreciate on the $30,000 you put in, okay? A home, you put in $30,000, you appreciate on the total cost of the home. So if it's a $300,000 home, you put in 30,000, you're appreciating on 300,000, okay? So over time, that value will increase. And if you buy correctly, you will then um, potentially, all these are our caveats, um, you know, make more money in housing than you will in the stock market for the same amount of money invested. Okay, cash flow. Again, buying correctly, you have a mortgage payment if you don't buy the cash. If you buy, have a mortgage payment on the rental property, your rent should be more than the, uh, rent, than the mortgage payment. And your rent that you charge should also cover expenses that you have. Um, capital expenses you put away for a rainy day, uh, taxes, insurance, whatever you, um, you have. If, if you pay for the utilities and they just pay you a lump sum, then that's in there, right? So you want to set up your rent uh, amount monthly to cover all those expenses. Anything above those expensive is expenses is cash flow. So that's money. You can put it in your pocket. You can put it away in the savings. You can put that towards another property. So if you set everything up correctly, the um, Tenant will not only pay for your mortgage on the property, any associated expenses, but they will also put money in your pocket. Okay. Third, depreciation. You, again, refer to your tax professional, you can write off um, depreciation annually on the costs associated with buying a rental property. So, because rent uh, because real estate investing is considered a business you can write off business expenses so the the um you know the amount you you spend to buy a rental property you can then over 27 and a half years depending on how you do it you can then depreciate that value of the money you've invested um and, and you know the cost of the home uh, mortgage that you get, insurance, anything that you, you put into the home. Hey, I put in a, a roof. I did put in all this stuff. It's a four-unit building. I put in water, heaters, everybody, right? So stuff that you incur to run your business, you can then, your tax professional can then depreciate that value over whatever schedule they want to use to depreciate it, okay? Fourth, leverage. So you have a house, you have a rental property. Okay. You can then say, I have this much value, I want to take out more money because this rental property has appreciated, I want to take out money from that rental property, and then I'm going to go use that money on the appreciation and the cash flow, if you saved it, and now I'm going to go buy another one. And then once those are in place, you can say, hey, everything's appreciated again, I want to refinance so I can take this money out, and then now I'm going to go buy another rental property. So you have now additional leverage to use to buy other properties. And then usually it's, if you're able to do it correctly, if you're in the right market, if you pick the right properties, you can then uh, snowball and you you get, you know, the first time you buy one, and then the second couple of times you buy two, and by the third or fourth time, you can buy like four properties, right? So you can then, you have so much, so much money uh, in the appreciation of these properties that you can then use it to buy Other homes. So there are four reasons why you should why you should get into the um, um, housing housing investing. Those are four reasons that you should get into uh, buying investment properties. Okay. Next, I have a general money tip. So I've talked about diversification and making sure that your money spread out to different things so that you don't um, so that you don't get hit too hard in one area. Um, Now you can go overboard and you can say, I'm gonna buy stocks in 20 different companies. Um, and if you, the way to properly buy stock is you have to research what the company is and what it does and um, the sector it's in and its competition. So the easiest way to buy stocks would be to um, buy in a certain sector. So if you wanna diversify in a sector, you can say, I wanna buy in, let's say, let's just use, so um, let's say we're gonna do um, electronics, right? So you're gonna go and you're gonna say, I wanna buy Intel, right? Intel, I've done my research, it's good. It's, I'm not saying that it is, I'm saying that you, hypothetically, it's good. I'm gonna put a chunk of money in Intel. Then I'm saying, okay, well, Intel's doing good because that sector is doing good. So I'm gonna go do AMD, I'm gonna go do Um, you know, Hewlett-Packard, I'm going to go do Texas Instruments. I'm going to go and other companies in that same sector because the sector, not that the company is doing well, but that sector is doing well and I'm going to invest in different companies in that sector, right? So you may say the big mover is this company, Company A. I'm going to put most of my money in Company A. I'm going to put some money into Company um, B, C, and D, right? And then for E and F, right? I'm going to buy uh, index funds of that sector, so you can go and look up, you know, health index funds, and they'll give you a chunk of stocks that they're managing in that sector. So you can say, I made majority of my money in this company because it's a mover and shaker in this sector. These other three are big um, companies as well, and that whole sector in general is doing well. I'm gonna put some money there, and now. These other two investments are going to be in index funds for the sector at large because the whole sector is doing well. So you can diversify if it's easier for you to manage your time and and um, just because you let's say, you know, the sector in general, that's something that you look at all the time. Anyway, you can then use your research to make the right decision in that sector only so you can diversify within a sector. It may be easier for some people. OK, last uh, personal family home tip. Okay. Always remember the story arc of the relationship with your partner, right? So you have your, you're married. You're with. You have a partner. Uh, there's a reason you decided to marry this person. There's a story to it. There's a reason you started dating them. There's a reason you got engaged. There's a reason you got married. Now you have kids. So there are reasons why those things happen as a family. Those are really important things to remember and appreciate and to. Uh, always keep in the forefront of your mind okay so when times get hard right you have to go back and say you know this is the story of our relationship right yeah okay money's tight right now we're having problems because money's tight right now but you know in general right we met because of this we got engaged because of this we got married because of this we had kids so you go back and you remember the, you know the story of your relationship why you got together and things like money or things of that nature won't then be such a burden on your relationship or cause so many problems. You wanna resolve those, obviously, but you always have to remember what is the reason you got together with your partner in the first place and always keep that at the forefront of your mind. So that's the show for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Andres. This is a Strong Family Money Show. Please visit our sponsor, FreshCoffee805.com. Without them, we couldn't do this, um, do these episodes. We roast and deliver um, organic fair trade coffee days within roasting to your doorstep if you live here in Ventura County. We ship um, across the country as well. I'm also a real estate agent here in Ventura County. If you have any questions, give me a uh, give me a call. Give me a, send me an email, Andres at StrongFamilyMoney.com. We can discuss real estate and the market, uh, how much is your home worth, how much can you buy. We can discuss all those things. Please like like, and subscribe and share. Uh, Without that, we wouldn't be able to keep this going. I want to get um, this information out to as many people as we can. Uh, Thanks for watching, and I'll talk to you guys next time.